0: Lee James, overcoming a self-defeating attitude. Chick wrestling. Make sure you check her out. She's a world bronze medalist. She really doesn't need an introduction anywhere in the wrestling world, but we're gonna give it to her anyway. Delaware Valley College women's head wrestling coach. With odds against her, Lee began wrestling in high school. She joined the United States Army in 2002 to pay for college. We thank you for your service. She achieved Olympic caliber status by participating in the World Freestyle Wrestling Championships in 2007. 2012, 2015 for Team USA. Lee Lee won a bronze medal in 2015, captain in medical service of the Corps of the United States Army, individual ready reserve. She holds her place there after 14 years to focus on a different life mission. She was also a member of the Army's world-class athlete program, was a member of the historical New York Athletic Club, and as we said, now she's head coach of Delaware Valley College women's wrestling team, which is mindset coach with us, top caliber person on and off the mat. Lee James, thank you very much for being with us. We're honored to have you.
2: Hey guys. Thanks for having me. Um, I've been coaching. So I've, I just got back from state college. So I, I have the coach's RASP going on right now. So hopefully you can hear me okay out there um, for those who are watching um, my topic today. I want to talk about self-defeating behavior and uh, self-sabotage. It's self-sabotage, and it's uh, and it's something that that I've definitely had to navigate in my life, in my career. Um, and I'm sure that everybody has had instances and experiences where they have um, created that pattern of behavior for themselves. And I want to start off by just, um, you know, defining that particular. Um, aspect of things for us. So psychology today, um, the definition from psychology today says that it's a behavior that creates a problem in your daily life and inhibits and interferes with your long-standing goals. So, you know, it's a habit forming thing. Um, it's a lot of times it's something that, uh, that happens in your past or, you know, it may be just like a misconception. It's real or perceived. And um, we wanna start taking steps to, instead of waiting until uh, an instance of self-sabotage occurs in our life to analyze and be upset with ourselves, um, we wanna start tackling that conditioning, that mental conditioning before and start removing those triggers in our life, and our mind, so that we can continue to move forward. And so um, this is a heavy topic. So I, I reached out to a couple of students and athletes and I wanted to talk to them a little bit about some examples of where they feel they might have sabotaged themselves in their life and their career. And so, uh, one of my athletes, Bridget Schultz, uh, she writes that, um, you know, typically she'll go into a wrestling match. She'll go into a tournament. She's a, she's a good athlete and she'll see somebody that she's had a tough match with a a match that she's just completely like, she got crushed. She got tagged, she got pinned, she got, she got handled pretty good in that match and that created a mental block in her head so now when she goes against that particular opponent she relives that painful trauma and it automatically creates this cycle for herself where she believes that that person is better than me and i have no chance to win so she's already defeated herself before she's even stepped out on the mat and so you know it's a lot easier for your opponent to get their hand raised if you're beating yourself and they're beating you too you know so it's two against one Um, so we want to definitely start um, finding the right resources and people to put in our place um, and the right tools in our toolbox so that we can identify things that are going to trigger that behavior so that's the first step is understanding or first of all making the decision that you believe that you have the power to change that within yourself and so i can say this to you today you have the power within yourself to change that mental conditioning no matter how bad it is no matter where it came from you have that ability to change that behavior so you have to make your mind up first that i want to change this behavior and i want to start leading the path of success and fulfillment And I deserve now to be successful in my craft or in my and start taking steps. So that's the first thing. I need to identify and believe that I have the power to change that behavior. Second thing, self-knowledge, understanding who I am and what triggers that behavior in me. So if I know that there's something painful that's about to happen, I know that uh, you know, this athlete has now weighed in my bracket, they changed and they're they're now in my bracket and Now I'm recalling all of these traumas that happened the last match. And, you know, and and now I start this spiral, you know, I start a spiral that that is now going to lead to the same result before. So that's self-destructive behavior. So I need to identify what is triggering that thought process and what is starting that cycle and that catalyst um, to to start catastrophically thinking, to start um, self-defeating, to self-destruct before I even take one step forward. Okay, so um, after we have, I one um, believe that we can change. We have the power to change. Two, that we have identified the trigger. Now we have to control them. So it's not easy. Just like any other bad habit, um, I think if we if we analyze ourselves, we can see some some behaviors, some addictions, some habits that have formed in our lives that then continue to take us to the same results. Um, we have to tar- start putting tools and getting resources and surrounding ourselves with people and even putting ourselves in programs to give ourselves the tools that are going to be able to change that, that mindset. And so I'm going to replace, use the tools in my toolbox, u- use the people that I know have been successful, surrounding myself with uh, examples of the success I wanna see and start removing those mental blocks and replacing them with new, new healthy thought processes, new healthy triggers that are going to lead us in a different direction. And just like anything else, uh, that doesn't happen overnight. Um, I'll give you an example of something I read a long time ago. And it's a study that was done by Japanese scientists and, and it had to do with water. And what they did was they exposed water to Positive and negative stimulus when they exposed water to positive and negative stimulus, and they flash froze it, the water that was exposed to negative stimulus, harsh music, bad words, irritating words, um, destructive uh, you, you know things that just kind of make you feel like not good. when they flash froze that, the crystals in the water became jagged and and broken and cracked when they exposed water to positive stimuli classical music lovely words beautiful you know beautiful things when they flash froze it the water froze with beautiful snowflake like crystals and so when they when they went to go defrost or when they went to go change that um like for instance the the water that they froze that was cracked and and jagged when they went to go replace that with positive stimuli They noticed that it took a long time for the damaged water crystals to return back to a state of normalcy. So when you go to implement your new new life, your new triggers, your new thought processes, it's not gonna happen overnight. It's something that takes a lot of time. Our body is comprised of 70, 80% water. So imagine if you've had a lifetime of self abuse and the lifetime of negative stimuli, how long it's going to take to correct that conditioning. It takes a long time. So it starts with the first step. We we take that step forward and we start to re- rewrite our plot. Okay, so um, we have the ability to change the plot. So give yourself a plot twist and create, start taking the steps to create a new life. So, and uh, lastly, I think uh, when you systematically, Form behavior, we have to systematically remove that behavior as well. Um, no one chooses to self-sabotage. Um, we all learn uh, from our past events. Um, we can change the input. Um, we can't change the past, but we can change like what we put into our future. And uh, you know, with the help of true friends, we can build a brighter, uh, a brighter, and a healthier um, path for ourselves, and and uh, and start achieving the things that you know are. Our, our, that were intended for ourselves. So, um, that, that's pretty much the basics of it. Um, you know, I, this is something that kind of hits near and dear to my heart. Um, you know, there are a lot of people out there, I think, that, that come from tough circumstances, that come from a, a, a background that uh, they believe that they may not have the opportunity, the same opportunities as someone else to succeed. Um, it's all, of our, uh, it's all within ourselves, it's all within our mind, it's all with how we look at the light, our life, and, and, uh, and it's all about what we choose to react to. And so when we choose to react to the people that are supportive of our life, the people that are, are wanting to see our success, our family, friends and family that wanna see us healthy and happy, um, and we focus on those things, and we start to block out those negative uh, influences in our life. And we, we start to uh, create a better situation. Um, I, would, I would say try hard not to react to the people that, that are in the life that you want to get away from and start reacting to the people that want to see you be successful. Um, the Wrestling Mindset is a great program to help you change that that pattern of behavior to change that mental conditioning um, you can't do it alone you definitely need somebody to help you um, to take those steps forward and to uh, and to move forward and to lead the, the life that you deserve to lead
0: excellently thank you very much now can you talk about maybe some practical things you've done with your women to help take them over that hump and to give them that positive mindset like maybe a few simple mental shifts that they needed to make that maybe made all the difference in their career, in, in wrestling, you know, school and life also.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, I, somebody asked me yesterday when I was sitting down, a great wrestler and parent asked me yesterday, um, what is the hardest thing about coaching? Uh, what's the hardest thing? And for me, coaching women, the hardest thing is to, um, to get them to really remove some of that, uh, that language, that inner self-talk. Um, and so for me, when I'm coaching, the, some, somebody will say something like, oh, you know, that person's better than me, or I'm, I'm never going to win that. And they start generalizing. I'm never going to win that, or I always get defeated, or, you know, and so, and then that, that begins, they begin to isolate themselves um, and take and withdraw from those things that are going to make them successful and happy. And so I try to, um, as a coach, when I hear that language, when I hear that negative self-talk, even if it's even if it's something very little and they, very small, and they're saying I, I I'm terrible at that or I'm never gonna get that, I, I immediately on the spot correction and take away that generalization and really implement it with fact and what is actually occurring, so I can replace that negative self-talk self-talk, and I can compartmentalize that basically i say the devil in their head i i replace that with positive things that are true about themselves so that they can start affirming that for them so you know i like again an instance where somebody is taking a shot and they they don't finish and they say i never finished that or whatever you know we can replace that with with a very simple you know you've been really working on that setup and you've got this time you got to the leg you actually you hit the setup great, you got to the leg, you got it up, and now we just need to work on the finish, right? So that is, that's a, a way that we can kind of identify the truth about that situation. Yes, that athlete may not have been successful in that particular technique if you're looking at the overall outcome. But if you are looking at the success of the effort that she put in to execute what she'd been working on, she got halfway there. So that's a step forward. You know, it's not a step back, it's a step forward. You got your setup, you got your you got to the leg. Now we just need to work on the second half. And before you know it, if we start taking those little action steps, sooner or later, that is going to be a successful maneuver for her.
0: Absolutely. And that one percent better, like you said, that one percent better, we think about those one or two point matches that we might have lost, or that maybe we kept it close where we could have blew the opponent out of the water. And maybe that's because we didn't have that little extra 1% or 2%. So it really goes a long way. Talk about how when you were competing on the world team, how your mindset was maybe some little mental shifts that you made that maybe made all the difference. Things that you would focus on before the match, during the match to keep your mind clear and positive. Because there had to be doubts, of course. They, they creep in there. What did you tell Sure. You?
2: Sure. Um, you know, that's, that's a really great question. That's a really great question. Um, Set up for me to talk about some something. I made three world teams, and and uh, you know I, I won my world medal. My highest achievement was at the age of thirty five, way past the, the the athletic prime in which people thought I was even going to be successful. Uh, the, the in general, the universe thought I was washed up and it was all done. And I was the last person who competed at in the Las Vegas two thousand fifteen World Championships. And um, there are a good amount of people that you know i hate to say it we're like well you know she's not gonna really do anything so good luck you know whatever and it's been difficult having two failed attempts at winning a world medal um 2007 and 2012 and i can honestly say that in both of those instances there were definitely um key triggers and key points in which i sabotaged myself in my thinking and my success um and and didn't trust myself enough to implement what I knew was going to make me successful. Or I decided that I was going to do something that was going to sabotage my success. And it's something as simple as I'm on weight and everything's good. I'm one hour before weigh-ins and I'm going to sabotage myself by eating a sandwich. And, and it just, whatever happens like internally, um, where I was, I believed that I wasn't as good as I, you know, I wasn't as good, and I didn't deserve to win, or or somebody else deserved it more because they had a better situation, they they have more support, they have, you know, you know this or that or whatever, and it, and it, again, half of it was completely imaginary. I just put that on myself for whatever reason, and I, I just, you know, I. It's real. Some of it's real, and some of it's imaginary, and that's the best that I can really put it. But really, when 2015, I spoke to the the wrestling mindset, and this is kind of interesting because I get a chance to be be a, uh, have a testimony for you guys. But I got a phone call, and I was in my efficiency apartment, and I and I remember talking to Gene, and I was like. Um, He's saying, you know, the wrestling mindset, let me help you, you know, talk through some things. And I started just really receiving information and that removed those those mental triggers. And I was so focused on putting one foot in front of the other that year that I didn't have time to um, to experience the same mental conditioning pattern that I had the two previous championships. And um, and I, I can honestly say that that was a defining moment where I was able to identify what was what it was that was really bothering me, and why I believed that I, you know, I I didn't deserve to succeed. And if anybody anybody out there knows me and uh, you know has has heard my story, I didn't grow up in a wrestling environment. I started wrestling at 17. I mean, nobody, you, you know, you don't think that you're going to be able to make an Olympic team or a world team starting something at 17 years old, and um, especially a sport like wrestling, which is incredibly difficult. Um, you know, I didn't come from the best uh, you know home situation. My my um, my life and my socioeconomic status were you know felt. I felt like I didn't have the same opportunities as somebody else. And there are definitely instances of 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 oppression and of self oppression uh, most of the time, where I really didn't just didn't believe I deserved it. And so after talking to the wrestling mindset and after really identifying what was bothering me about the look, uh, what it looked like for me to be successful, I started to be able to remove and systematically remove those, those blockages, those chains. And I, I finally felt like I could really go out there and show myself and, and be myself and, um, and, and take away and get my hand raised. And, uh, that, that was a huge, um, life leap for me, uh, because I mean, wrestling is important, but there were, places where I was sabotaging myself in my real life, in my relationships, in my, in, in my businesses, and, you know, and I just really felt like um, you know, just taking that step to uh, correct the behavior, to identify what it was that was happening, and then to systematically remove those things to take a step forward. Um, and I needed that help from some, something or a program like the Wrestling Mindset to change my psychology.
0: Lee James thank you very much. I remember exactly where I was when we had that
2: conversation but me too me too I, I remember the exact chair I remember the phone I remember everything about that and it, and it was just an amazing moment and you know I'm so appreciate, appreciate uh, appreciative of people like you that, that help uh, people uh, to change that mental conditioning it, it, it changed my life.
0: Absolutely. Super happy to help. And again, you did it. it. was It's partially the mindset. It's partially the technique, the strength, the conditioning, all those little pieces. But as you said, once you were able to tap into that, that mindset, bring out your potential, not only did it bring you to your highest achievement, but it also helped the United States of America be number one in the world that year in the world championships. I was super excited just to be a part of it. So Lee James, thank you very much. We're going to send more people your way. Uh, Chick Wrestler, Delaware Valley College.
2: Oh, I have to make a correction to that. I, Chick Wrestler is, is I am LJ Wrestling Inc. Chick okay. Wrestler is on hold. Let's put that away. Um, LJWrestlingInc.com. I, I have a big business. I've been doing it for 15 years. I support women's wrestling um, by creating apparel that is, modest my my singlets are high cut i'm going to show you an example of that right now i don't i i I apologize i didn't want to i just want to make that really quick correction but my singlets here are super high cut so we have some modesty issues with singlets um and it it has become a concern and so now it is written in the rule books that that you must have a singlet that completely covers Um, and so i just want to to let you know that i am currently the only person that is producing singlets that are uh, that have that modesty in mind um, ljwrestlinginc.com i have everything you could possibly need for women's wrestling from knee braces to custom hair covers that match your singlet i have an amazing program that will allow you to change your boy's singlet into a girl's singlet um so that you can participate on the boys team if that if that's all you have available um and still be a member of the team but gain acceptance and respect in your sport by by Wearing the appropriate apparel and uh, not making everybody feel uncomfortable about your participation. So um, if you need anything like that, please reach out to me. Uh, If you're a junior or senior, uh, Delaware Valley University is still moving forward with our we have 12 uh, athletes committed in our first season and uh, and counting. So that is moving forward and we are taking flight for this season. you know, whatever that's going to look like, you know, considering the current circumstances, but make sure you visit ljwrestlinginc.com and see what I have going on over there.
0: Lee James, thank you very much. We're real appreciative to have
2: you. Thank you for everything. Yes. I appreciate you too. Thank you.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.